0: Are there some tools that you found to be really impactful for them accessing their natural state of abundance so that they can have more success in their businesses? You know, the key
1: traits are, you know, determination, right? Never give up. There's going to be lots of ups and downs. That's really important, right? So passion, determination and open mind is really important. And that's sometimes hard when people are so focused on what they want to do. They think they know, some, some people think they know it all, and that's a big impediment. Um, those are the most, um, the, the entrepreneurs are most worried about because when you think you know it all, you can't have an open mind to get advice because you need advice from smarter people to at least integrate into your plan or update your plan or pivot your business. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena.:
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It With Dan podcast. I'm your host, Dan, the one you're doing it with. I'm here with my buddy, J.B.Z. You weren't expecting that one, were you? We're well, like, are you James or Jim? I go by James. I go by Jim. Which one do you prefer? I'm going with Jay Breezy, so that's his. So um, I was a, a guest on Jim's podcast a little while ago. We'll pop a link to that in the show notes so you can tune in. He's just an awesome chat, cat, awesome cat. Really enjoyed our chat. Wanted to bring him for you guys to meet him, dive into his story, what he's about, and bring his perspectives on abundance and all things yummy to you. So without further waffling, from yours truly, Jay Breezy. Why don't you let them know who you are and what it is you do?
1: Sure. Well, thanks for having me, uh, Dan, on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, you're an inspiration to me. My, you know, I work with thousands of, of entrepreneurs over the years, so yeah, you know, I'm really impressed with your story. So, I have been working with thousands of entrepreneurs. I used to run an entrepreneurship center for many years at a university uh, in, in New Jersey, and uh, and then I used to run a uh, tech trade association for another five or so years. And then since then, right before the pandemic, I. Um, I left to do things on my own, and so what I've been doing, Dan, is doing the same thing: supporting the innovation and the entrepreneurship ecosystem by helping CEOs, helping startups, helping investors, helping universities, mm-hmm. helping you know local leaders, uh, really create a thriving, robust ecosystem, mm-hmm. which is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I you know obviously advise uh, CEOs and i advise university presidents and uh so and i do podcasts like you and bring people together just Mm -hmm. like you do really to form bonds and connections and make things happen Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. so a lot of people want to go and do their own thing right um The pandemic forced a lot of people to go and do their own thing because their job just wasn't available anymore. Or they realized that they couldn't go back to their job anyway because they had sort of an experience of what it felt like to do something maybe that they really enjoyed or not doing something that they didn't enjoy. But not everybody's really built for that independent life. Some of us aren't really made to be alley cats. We need them to be the house cat with the the milk and the cream and the the, the kitty cat biscuits and the ball or whatever. did you find that you were naturally adapted to make adapted to make that transition over, or was there a lot of work involved in you making that transition?
1: Well, since I've been working with entrepreneurs for most of my career,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think I had a little bit of a head start. But mm-hmm. even still, taking that step was a little scary, mm-hmm. and that's very normal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's eventually worked out, but there's anxiety. And Mm -hmm. as long as you keep an open mind and work hard, you'll do fine. And Mm -hmm. then actually what we're seeing now is a golden age of entrepreneurship prompted by the the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Because of need, but now because people don't necessarily want to work Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: another uh, organization or a corporation, Um, they want independence, they want to be empowered. Mm. They might not be as wealthy as they, uh, or make as much money, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's so many labor shortages right now, is because people have options. Mm. And entrepreneurship is a beautiful option. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having said that, entrepreneurship is super hard. (laughs) 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 I mean, It's okay to do a lifestyle business. You can start an eBay uh, business or a consulting business. That's sort of you can just make ends meet, right? Mm -hmm. Make enough to be happy and have balance. And that is super uh, wonderful and fine. Mm -hmm. But to take a company from zero to 10 million, 100 million, a billion, that is one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. really takes a special person, character, and an open mind to keep learning Mm -hmm. and transitioning from mm-hmm. sole proprietor to managing people.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about something you just mentioned about lifestyle businesses, because one of the conversations that we were having over in the non-green green room was this thing about being location independent. Um, in your experience, do people need, all right, is there scope for more people to recognize how much freedom is available for them to maybe not find themselves tied in living in a particular physical location right now?
1: Is there I think people realize it already mm-hmm. that they can they have options. Everything has a remote option. In fact, workers are demanding it. If there isn't remote, they won't join that company. <laughs> So the reality is that the pandemic has accelerated the whole reality that you can work from anywhere. You could be a digital nomad, mm-hmm. depending on your situation and, you know, what your ties are to a specific geography. If you have kids in a school, Not but so even then you can homeschool. Yeah, so most people are you know, homeschooling there are now. so many options available. There's mm-hmm. a whole industry around, as you know, uh, digital nomads or, mm-hmm. or remote work. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the, the possibilities are endless.
0: In, in your experience of working with entrepreneurs, um, are there some key traits that you found, not key traits, are there some tools that you found to be really impactful for them accessing their natural state of abundance so that they can have more success in their businesses?
1: You know, the key traits are you know, determination, mm-hmm. right? Never give up, there's gonna be lots of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. That's really important, right? So passion, determination, and open mind, Mm I think is really important. And that's sometimes hard when people are so focused Mm
0: -hmm. on what
1: they want to do. They think they know Some Some people think they know it all. And that's Mm -hmm. a big impediment. Um, Those are the most, um, the the entrepreneurs are most worried about. Because Mm -hmm. when you think you know it all, you can't have an open mind to get advice. Because Mm -hmm. you need advice from smarter people to at least integrate into your plan or update your plan or pivot your business. Mm. Uh, So those are two really important ones. One is just the hard work, work ethic, and then open mind.
0: Mm. I wanna go back in time a little bit. I wanna go back in time to little Jim, little Jay Breezy. Um, What did you wanna be when you were growing up? Did Did you wanna be someone who empowered entrepreneurs or was there something else that you really wanted to be?
1: You know, I wanted to be a, a Yankees uh, baseball player. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: I also wanted to be James Bond.
0: <laughs> I can see that one. I can see that one. So,
1: um, so those are my two, uh, you know, James, when I was young.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: came from an entrepreneurial family. My mm-hmm. family owned a family business. Mm-hmm. So I'd seen it day in and day out. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people who work in or live in family businesses, they can go either either way. One is they hate it, right? Their, their parents are workaholics, mm-hmm. right? Cause they're always working and my dad was a workaholic and, and I loved it and hated it uh, from different times. Uh, I appreciated it as well um, at different times, but I sort of, I didn't go in either direction. I, I went into academia first, right? Mm-hmm. To help others because I was interested in entrepreneurship but I wanted to help uh, by working at an entrepreneurship center to Mm, learn more mm, and mm. to help others right um so so that's that's how it affected me i think
0: Mm, 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 mm. so um, i mean for me for example i wanted to be a a mad scientist i had all these inventions that i wanted to create or whatever and and i ended up bringing that creativity into how i conduct my, my business life so i was just wondering if there were Common threads in those. I'm not really tying the James Bond bit. I'm not really tying the guns and sexy girls to entrepreneurship. Although you could sell guns and pictures of sexy girls.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But but, you know, similar to you, Dan, I I used to like invent things left and right too, or be Mm -hmm. inventive. I have a. I went through some of my stuff in my in boxes and saw like <laughs> written down inventions. None, none of them saw the light of day. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, that was important to me that, that sort of being able to think creatively
0: mm. uh,
1: and, and being inventive. But one of the other things that interested me later on is when I saw people interviewing other people on TV, whether it was, you know, Johnny Carson or other folks or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I thought that was really interesting and, and compelling. And so I think that is one thing in later years that I'm doing now, and you're Mm -hmm. doing it obviously, learning through interviewing is just a wonderful opportunity. And now anyone can do it so easily, you know, through podcasting, Mm -hmm. whether they have an audience of one or a million,
0: Mm -hmm. it doesn't
1: matter. It's um, it's so satisfying Mm -hmm. to learn uh, about other people and their stories.
0: Amazing, amazing. Speaking of which, what are some interesting things that you've learned on your journey of being a podcast host? Are there any things that have stood out uh, or really kind of, um, really jump out as you as that, oh my God, this is a lesson that I learned, or this is something that came through that I'm, I really need to share right now.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, there's so many, it's hard to choose, you know, each entrepreneur or each uh, investor, each innovator brings something different, Mm right? And uh, they talk about how they lead, you know, mm-hmm. some lead with generosity, right? Mm-hmm. That is so compelling, you know, to be a thoughtful leader. That mm-hmm. really, when I listen to someone being a thoughtful leader, oh my God, it's so lovely, right? Mm-hmm. And so impactful. It's like, you wish there were more leaders like that, because you only hear the stories about the CEOs who are jerks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's so many really special ones uh, that are doing a great job, and their employees love them, Right and the community loves them. And so that's that, that really resonates with me uh, when I hear that. So, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I think that's important. Amazing. Uh, I mean, I'm actually in the process now of actually sitting down and putting together a list of some of the mm-hmm. interesting things I've learned from people on podcasts and also just in conversation um, uh, and putting them together into like, like nuggets of wisdom that I've learned on these conversations with people. So I was just interested to see, to hear, because I do agree with you that, I mean, one of my danisms, one of my catchphrases is, if you allow the universe or God or source or whatever to speak to you through anything, then it can start to speak to you through everything. And so anything and everything can be like, you can get the maddest lesson from like a dog. Like, oh my God, the way the dog did that just, just taught me this lesson. Or like for me, I'm I'm learning a lot just through my kid, you know, because he's just he's just interesting to watch and, and and stuff. But a conversation, if you go into a conversation with an open mind, if you go into a conversation ready to learn something, or desiring, or even expecting to pull something from it, I find that for me personally, I definitely do get something from them, even if it's one where you don't really think you're going to get something from it, um, like the weird person who says weird things. Can give you something amazing if you're just open to it. So I was just interested to see what your experience was of, of that too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, and I think that that's really a good point. And you never know when that's going to come. Like last mm-hmm. night, my 14 year old daughter who was grilling me on what I wanted to become or what do I think I am, and <laughs> I was like, it's like holy, I was like, I was annoyed, but then I was like, those are hard, those are hard questions. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to answer them uh, <laughs> articulately uh, or eloquently, and, but I was so proud of her for asking those questions. And I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap. She is doing what I do to other people.
0: <laughs> Get your taste you of medicine. Or,
1: yeah. She might be one day, but that was yeah. just really impressive. And you don't realize until after the fact. You're like, yeah. I know I was annoyed, and then she, you know, afterwards I was like, wow, that was, that was sort of really impressive. Mm-hmm. so so, and you'll see that you know uh, as your kid grows you know you'll see them you know um, mature mm-hmm. and sort of become, become like you in some way right <laughs> maybe ask questions that are hard to answer
0: yeah yeah I was having a chat with one of my best mates Nathan uh, we've been best mates for like 23 years I think now 22, 23 years and uh, we're just sharing our war stories of, of being dads or whatever because he's got He's got an older son he's little Nate junior I think is thirteen um, but he's not been with his son's mum now for about eight years, and so for him it was you know what he does with the fact that he's not around all the time with those and then what he deals with because he's now got two daughters with his wife he's got two daughters uh, Luna is four, and Effie is to go through the, the toddler stage or whatever refusing to tidy up her toys and screaming i just talking about um, the roles that we have to play as as dads uh, and how that also ties into how we grew up and also the way that we do other things in life i think it's t harvecker that said how you do one thing is how you do everything um, i think it's how you do most things but there's certainly some clues about how you do how you do some things but have you found that the way that you lead communities that you're supporting the way that you work with entrepreneurs the way that you interview um the way that you do business have you seen any ties to what you do as a dad linked into any of those
1: yeah absolutely i mean i i think i want them to be able to listen to anything i do mm-hmm. right, and learn from it so mm-hmm. sometimes I, I keep them in mind especially if it's a sensitive topic mm-hmm. you know I want to make sure that uh, it's age appropriate yeah. and, and that they learn something from it right mm. or I can mention something I learned from that you know, conversation and they can go watch it or they can hear it or listen mm-hmm. to it um, not that they would right but that they could <laughs> it's available and,
0: if they so choose
1: it, it, yeah I mean they, and they could be sort of they could learn and be proud of proud of their dad right mm-hmm. I mean that's you know, if I'm not making them proud, then you know,
0: what's the point? Why am I doing anything I'm doing? Mm, 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 mm. I think pride is one of my, um, you know, bit, and not pride as in look at me, but pride as in I can actually be proud of what I've delivered and how I've shown up is definitely a guiding principle for me. Um, I think pride can get a bit of a bad rap because it gets mixed up probably with being conceited or is conceited the right word or arrogant? I think Prine is just having a healthy respect for yourself that informs how you, you do things in life. Do you have um, any key, like key guiding principles like that that you can share with the audience?
1: Well, you know, I think you know, being a thoughtful, generous person is really important. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first boss was an amazing, nice guy. Mm-hmm. And he was an amazing leader. And mm-hmm. you always heard that nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. And he was the counterpoint of that, and that gave me hope, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I like to be a nice guy, treat everyone equally and be kind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I still want to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, you know I'm an open door, an open book, I'm very transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, I try, I try not to judge people. I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. and treat people as I want to be treated, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's I think something I live by and have tried to live by um, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and for the most part, it's worked, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: For the most part, it's worked. I have
1: been a jerk at different times um, in my past? uh, (laughs) I don't know. But, um, you know, the beautiful thing is I could sleep well at night. Mm -hmm. I have no regrets, right? Mm -hmm. I've never done anything or I can't remember doing anything really wrong or wronged anyone. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's hard to do Mm -hmm. after a long career Mm -hmm. to look back and be really um, satisfied Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're... You've, you've done everything on the up and up mm-hmm. and ethically and morally, you know, mm-hmm. uh, appropriate.
0: Well, I mean, name and reputation are such powerful currencies that I think sometimes people underestimate the power of. Um, I had a call with someone, I mean, a, a mastermind and uh, the guy's like, yeah, everyone's been saying that I really need to hop on a call with you and how much of a cool guy you are. And I was like, really? Did, like, people are having nice conversations. Oh, I like that but you know all it takes is one person and I had this like a friend called me the other day he's like hey like this person said something and they, it, it wasn't bad but I could tell that they didn't really understand or there was like some confusion so you want to check on that because you know and I was able to call the person and like clear it up or whatever and we got it cleared up because you know there are opportunities that will come to you because you've got a good reputation and opportunities that you won't be able to step into just because you've got a bit of a, and it doesn't even take much. It can be one mis- piece of misunderstanding, one miscommunication, one twat, and <laughs> you got you got a bad reputation. So definitely think that's it's great that you can sleep at night because that really is just a testament to the fact that you sharpen the world in a certain way that allows you to to have probably the 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 kind of relationships that have allowed you to have such a long career that's continued to be on the up and up versus people who end up being. Know, a couple of years in the game or whatever and then everyone finds out that they're not so great and then that's the that's the end of it you know
1: yeah but you're you're right when you say reputation is everything especially mm-hmm. uh, to, that is the new currency as as one person uh, mentioned to me on social media uh, mm-hmm. our, our ecosystem uh, guru mm-hmm. said you know especially in so in this day and age of social mm-hmm. media right mm-hmm. reputation is everything mm-hmm. and you have to young people Mm-hmm. We need to protect it more fiercely than ever before and mm-hmm. be as it stinks because you have to be super careful mm-hmm. of everything you do because everything is recorded yeah. and everything lives on the internet forever. <laughs> and one mistake, and that's it, and it's so unfortunate to say that one mistake can have really detrimental effects, unlike mm-hmm. ever in our past,
0: mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm.
1: everything wasn't recorded <laughs> and mm-hmm. we can make mistakes mm-hmm. and get away with it.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you do speaking, um, you know, you get the opportunity to, to hop on stages and speak to people. What the some things that you really love to speak to people about?
1: I like to speak about uh, talent. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to speak about entrepreneurship and innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently been speaking about how important immigrants are mm. to the success of America, the mm. USA. America. Because, because we are a nation full of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And uh, any country that wants to be successful should try to attract more immigrants because mm-hmm. diversity is critical to the best innovation, the best uh, startups, the best mm-hmm. unicorns. Mm-hmm. And and so um, helping get the point across that immigrants are a benefit mm-hmm. uh, to societies wherever they are but especially the u.s mm-hmm. i mean it is our key strength mm-hmm. it is really important especially during this time of nationalism
0: mm.
1: uh of protectionism mm-hmm. uh, of the, you know the negativity against immigrants mm-hmm. i i, I try to sort of speak up as loudly and clearly
0: as i can mm. i love that i love that i love that um Again, guys, we're going to pop the, the link in the show notes to my episode on, on Jay's podcast so you, could, you can tune in. So make sure you go ahead and do that. Give him a cheeky subscribe. Listen to some more episodes, not just my salt, sultry tones. Um, if someone was thinking about listening to your podcast, what's the kind of thing that they'd be tuning in to pick up on there?
1: I think insights from different leaders, right? So mm-hmm. I have entrepreneurs. I have innovators. I mm-hmm. have... Uh, um, I have investors. So -hmm. it's typically anything relating to innovation Mm -hmm. and the um, startup ecosystem, mostly. But sometimes I have, uh, you know, journalists Mm -hmm. as well. You know, talk, I just, one of the journalists who talked about the negative effects of the pandemic on kids Mm -hmm. and schools. Mm -hmm. And I want to highlight things that can help people. Mm -hmm. That conversation helped me, continues to help me as I, you know, think about um, helping my children uh, post-pandemic mm-hmm. um, uh, be stronger, and, mm. and I think others can learn from it. So it's a wide range of conversations, mostly around innovation and entrepreneurship,
0: mm-hmm. but sometimes around timely topics which can help you. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, name of the podcast for everyone to go and uh, have a cheeky search over on their favorite podcast listening app? A Few Things with Jim Baroud. A Few Things with Jim Barood. There you go. We have the official title. It's not Jay Breezy, nor is it James. It's Jim Barood. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Jay, thank you for coming to hang out with me today. Have you got any closing thoughts to leave with the audience before we uh, let them go about their merry way?
1: You know, I would only say um, work hard um, and treat others as you want to be treated.
0: Mm -hmm. That's it. There we go. Amazing. You heard it here first. Guys, if you're not subscribing already, go ahead and do so. If you haven't given us a rating or review, please do so. That's how people are going to find out about this content so we can serve more people, empowering them to live more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven lives. And on that note, keep Jimmy with your eyes open, guys. Remember that you can consciously choose that same abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Bye for now.